We're back. Sheffield Shuffler, Lost in the Shuffle, Pete and Tim. What's up, Tim? What's up, Pete? How we doing? I am fantastic. It was week one in the NFL. Can't complain. A lot of great games. A lot to talk about. Lots of breakdown. Um, but very happy the season is back. And it started off with a bang, right? Yeah, I mean, Thursday night was was great. Uh, sometimes those games can be a little hit or miss. Uh, I feel like they're normally home team dominated. Mm-hmm. Not always the closest, but I mean, Dallas definitely had their chances to win. I uh, really like that Thursday night game because I had Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, CD Lamb, and then I had Ronald Jones starting as well, which gave me negative points. But those three wide receivers gave me 70 points, and that's all I needed to start my week to have a great week. Um, but that the, both of those wide receiving cores were amazing. That was back and forth. That might be the best Thursday night game we see all year because those Thursday night matchups they put up are usually pretty not good. Have you seen what the next three are? I know um, what this week is uh, the Giants and who Washington. Yeah. And then I want to say Jaguars Bengals is another one. And. Uh, there's another just stinker in there. Jets and yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's not pretty. Yeah, but yeah, that was exciting. That was a lot of fun to watch. Um, here we go with the ums. Top five quarterbacks for the week. Number one. Well, if you could guess, top five. Who do you think the top five quarterbacks would be in passing yards at the beginning of the season? I don't think we would have gotten three of them. Three of the five. Right. Did Derek Carr end up number one in yards? He did. Derek yeah. Carr's number one in passing yards, 435, which was um, the most out of anybody. Followed by Dak at 403, Tom Brady, 379, Kirk Cousins at 351, and Jared Goff at 338. Those are your top five passing leaders. I don't think anyone would have gotten all five of those uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah, Brady and Dak, someone maybe would have lucked into two of those five. Yes. But even then, you know, you'd, you'd think you're going to get Mahomes up there, Aaron Rodgers up there. Mm-hmm. So. Well, thank Stafford. you. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, Aaron Rodgers and uh, all of his success that he didn't have on Sunday. So. Week one takeaways, Tim. What were some of your takeaways for week one? Um, I just did it now, too. <laughs> yeah. Things aren't as bad as they seem in Green Bay. Yes. Uh, you had the game being played in Jacksonville due to the, the hurricane down there, so maybe a little added momentum or you know, inspiration to play. Mm-hmm. the saints um again they were just they were out of it so early it, it just kind of is what it is in one of those games you you can recognize pretty quickly whether or not you've got it and so, that game was on at the same time as Chiefs brown so i wasn't paying a ton of attention to it mm-hmm. but it looked ugly quick and often you know, it was I mean, both quarterbacks combined for a little over 300 yards. Right. It's not like there was even a ton of offense going on. Well, Green Bay's defense is the same as it was last year, and it is going to be not very good. 
I think this can be very interesting. This is my takeaway for Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is not going back next year. He won't be there. If he figures out in the next couple weeks that Green Bay are not competitors, that they're not going to compete in the division, can't compete in the playoffs, and have no reason or chance being in a Super Bowl, I think there could be some exciting drama over there. I think, you know, he could sit. Jordan Love could come in. If he finds out in the next couple weeks, like, this shit ain't working. We don't got it. And I'm out. I'm not going to get hit or, you know, do all this bullshit, be embarrassed for the next 15 weeks, 10 weeks, whatever it is. Do you think there's a chance any of that could happen? Sure. I think there's a chance. I also think it's more likely that this is an audition for him. And he's trying to get paid next year by somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, if he sucks ass, gets benched, sits, whatever, you know, what's what's any team to think that that won't happen for them next year? If he sucks ass, 30 teams would still kill to have Aaron Rodgers on their team. No matter how many, how much he sucks, how many interceptions he throws, because I don't think he is having a tryout. I think other teams know he's not happy there. He doesn't have what he wants. And if he wants to leave while he's going to leave, I just, I don't think it's going to have any effect on his um, status or uh, availability or anything like that coming forward. You're right. I also don't think he's going to continue to suck ass. I, I don't think that's a very good division that they're in. I think there's a good chance they could go six and zero in divisional games. They the schedule is going to get a little bit lighter, and yeah, it's a shitty week one, and that was kind of his sentiment after the game. Was like it, it's one loss. Well, let's not forget too. Tampa Bay lost week one last year and went on to win the Super Bowl, right? So right. week ones are Jacksonville. Jacksonville won their first game and then went on to lose fifteen in a row. So. Week one doesn't mean much. We get all excited and we invest all this, you know, information and how things are going to pan out. But yeah, like you said, it is just one week, but it is very interesting to see such a great player and a very highly favored team to go down in such a fashion against Jameis Winston, who can't even remember what his coaches told him. (laughs) I mean, is he the all time, like, unintentional comedy quarterback trying to think if I can think of anybody else uh I can't because he like you know you you think your quarterback is one of the smartest players on the team gotta be yeah and I have and I have no doubt that Jameis is intelligent when it comes to football Mm -hmm. but when he talks it legit sounds like he has a third grade education yeah well I mean how many times do you hear him talking about eating W's and, you know, off the field stuff? And it's, it was just funny to hear him. He's like, you know what? You know what he told me? Uh, what did he tell me? He just said he got to be prepared. <laughs> it was just like, it was just so adorable. He sounded like a little kid. He, yeah. Like, a couple weeks ago, he said that, uh, he said that Kamara and Latavius Murray were the best running back condom in the NFL. Yeah. I heard that. Like just what's going on up there. Yeah. I want to know, and I want to hear him talk more. So 
Let's hope they keep eating W's and he gets to have funny ass. Throwing five touchdowns, five touchdowns against, I know, a, a shitty Green Bay defense, but holy cow, he snapped off. And that's good for him. I'm excited to see that. Who doesn't want to see? I mean, he could be in the running for comeback player of the year, too. Just like everyone's on deck for that. If he keeps performing like that, absolutely. Yeah. It's just funny to me that people thought that Taysom Hill was going to be in that. Yeah. No. He's the gadget quarterback. I think most people, I mean, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't, if, if, if you follow that, you would know that he's, he's not the guy to go to. What are some takeaways here? Takeaway for week one. Carlos Hyde outtouched James Robinson in Jacksonville. Carlos Hyde with 11 carries. James Robinson, eight carries. Don't know if it's an overreaction, underreaction, just something to note. How about Titans defense and their O-line? They looked terrible. Derrick Henry, 2,000 yards this season. Not going to happen with that same play that they played on Sunday. No, no chance. And, and part of me thinks that it's a little bit more about the Cardinals than it is about the Titans. Mm-hmm. I think the Cardinals definitely got, you know, nobody thinks they're the team coming out of that division at all. But they've steadily gotten a little bit better since they got Kyler Murray in his rookie year. Last year was a little bit better. This year, I mean, he looked really good in that first game. Mm-hmm. They've got talent around them. You know, they brought J.J. Watt in. He might be washed. I don't know. He looked pretty good. They still have Chandler Jones. Christian Kirk. Yeah, Christian Kirk looked good on offense. Like this, a- I, I think they've just kind of quietly stacked a lot of talent on that team. And they've got that chip on their shoulder. They're in a tough division. It's going to be hard for them to come out and go to the playoffs, having to play that murderer's row six times. But mm-hmm. I think they look, I think they looked better than the Titans looked worse. I think the Car- Cardinals just look very dynamic, running the ball, throwing the ball. Um, I mean, they're just putting up a lot of points quick too. Their number three receiver uh Kirk Christian Kirk he put up a ton of points he had uh, a couple looks and he's a wide receiver three he could be a valuable option if uh if he's available in some in some leagues as well I looked it's taken in our league but yeah score often and score quick air raid offense I was impressed yeah and you know the Titans it's not like they were world beaters on defense last year anyways so I don't I, I think people were just more shocked that you they weren't able to run the ball successfully, but it's also hard to run the ball when you're down twenty-one to three or whatever the score was. Yeah, when that falls out of the game script, it makes it real hard to, yeah, like you said, balance that run and that pass. Let me ask you something as a Chiefs fan, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, very low usage. Um, do you still think there's value fantasy? Is that an overreaction, underreaction? I think there's value fantasy wise. I mean, a a lot of the game we were down. uh, So that's not prevalent to us running the ball, which we don't do that often anyways. Um, I I, I think his value is, is still there due to the fact that we're going to be up in some games. He's going to get the ball more. And I, I think his, his touchdown rate will, will come back to earth last year. He only had four. I think, you know, he'll probably be closer to like seven, eight this year. And, Mm -hmm. Injury running backs always do pretty well in their second season. Let's talk about that game. 
Browns came out hot and I was almost going to wear my Brown shirt just to bust your balls, but Browns came out looking good. Baker was cooking. Uh, their, their uh, running backs were just gou- gauge gouging holes through uh, the chiefs defense. And uh, that second half was just a game of two halves and then chiefs corrected it. And they came back. What did they score? 27 to seven in the second half. Or not 27. Uh, 23 23 to seven yeah in the second half and uh and bounce back a lot so what were your takeaways from that chiefs and uh browns game uh, it's really hard to beat the chiefs mm-hmm. especially at home no uh, lead is safe no and and you know you have to play all four quarters and like you said baker looked amazing and then the fourth quarter he had two three and outs and then threw a pick mm-hmm. can't do that right chiefs are going to score it's it's just what it is. And as the game goes on, the Chiefs are going to score more because the defense is going to start to get tired and slow down a little bit. Yeah. It was just really crazy to see how different that first half was from that second half because I was – you know, <laughs> people come out and say that the Browns, you know, they're, they're going to go deep in the playoffs or they are possibly be, you know, a contender for the Super Bowl. And I'm like, all right, I want to see, you know, win a couple games in the playoffs. But, man, they came out hot, and they do have a lot of talent there. There's a lot of a lot of guys that they could give the ball to. Yeah, that's true. But, again, like you said, you want to see it. I, I want to see them beat good teams. Because mm-hmm. last year they had a pretty soft schedule and didn't really beat anybody good. No. I would agree. But I think uh, – I think – we'll see more when they um, are put in those situations again, whether you're going to crumble when you're up, if that happens, you know, more often than not, then you just can't be a team that can be trusted and you're not going to beat those good teams. Right. For sure. And, and also the, the thing that I have a problem with the Browns about is that is the type of game you should win. Mm. You're up two right. scores. You should be able to just run the ball and get things going. It's it's when the other thing's going on and Baker's trying to come back. That's when press. I trust him. Yeah, when he's trying to press, right? So if you can't win a game like that, like that, that's when it becomes problematic to me. Mm-hmm. Because that was their game, and I'm going, I'm going to argue the same point for last night's game. Lamar Jackson, they're up. They go in to Vegas against Derek Carr and, you know, Darren Waller, pretty much, as we can see. Do you have those, Tim? How many uh, targets did he have? How many yards? He had 19 targets. Or that was 19 catches. Okay. No, 19 targets. He had 10 catches, which is still great. Yeah. But, I mean, they were force-feeding him. Right. And they were doing different kind of schemes on defense. I saw that they were kind of rotating guys in and out, uh, whether it was man or – zone, but he's still going to beat you either way, which makes it really hard. But Lamar Jackson, like I was telling you, the Ravens looked very one-dimensional. They couldn't push the ball. The D-line for uh, the Raiders was unbelievable last night. We were talking Carl Nassib. We were talking Max Crosby out of nowhere. They were uh, just collapsing the pocket on Lamar. They have the highlights going on right now. That's why I'm just watching that. Um, but they were just collapsing the ball on Lamar. He was taking too long to make decisions and then he would take off. He's your leading rusher. He's most rushing attempts. 
was just very one dimensional. If you uh, kind of look at how the ball was spread around and that's another game, that's another game when you're up like that and you have every opportunity to win, they turned it over in the red zone to win the game. They threw a pick, it bounced off the dude's head, ricocheted, they get an interception and they still can't close it out. Those are the yeah. kind of games you have to win. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I don't think anybody is, you know, coming out other than David Carr and trying to say that the Raiders are going to the playoffs or, you know, some big world beaters this year. I think they know everyone knows they have a lot of flaws. Mm. And I mean, Ravens are supposed to be this big, you know, AFC contender like the Browns, like the Titans, mm. like the Bills, all these teams that took a took a loss week one. And yeah, it's one loss. It might not be that big of a deal, but if you're supposed to be the the big, sexy Super Bowl shock pick, win games. Right. And especially when your defense is that good. I just thought, I know their their offense is not that dynamic. They had everybody go down in their backfield, essentially. The wide receivers, Bateman, he's on IR. They have another wide receiver on IR too. Oh boy. Um, But yeah, so I understand your offense is going to take a little bit of the time to kind of get things together, but I just thought that their defense was going to get, get rolling. I got to just grab my charger. No, you're good. Okay. I will say if they play like they did last night, they're going to get torched by Kansas city on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, if Derek Carr's throwing for the most yards in the league, what do you think Mahomes is going to do? Right. And, yeah. you know, their their defense, you know, that's one thing, but their offensive line looked bad. Mm-hmm. And if, if you can't protect Lamar Jackson, then he's your leading rusher. He's your whole offense. I mean, those hits are going to add up. He's not going to last the whole season. I wonder how many sacks – you don't know how many sacks they had last night, do you, on him? I'm not sure. It, it was the the pressures and everything was more startling to me than even just getting sacks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of hits on him. I know he's mobile, but I I what I wanted to see him outside of the pocket, on you know outside the hash marks, um, outside of the pocket instead of sitting in the pocket. And I just thought he did a lot of that. He's my fantasy quarterback, so I kind of wanted to get some rushing yards. And I know he was a leading rusher. But God dang, I was I was yelling at the TV. I uh, I don't know. It just uh, just did not look right. Everything kind of looked off. Yeah, that's one that is a little more alarming to me than uh, than say the Packers losing to the Saints. Yeah, because I can see a world where Aaron Rodgers figures it out and that offense clicks. I you know, J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards. Those guys aren't walking through the door this season. They're no. done. Right. So you got nobody coming back. Yeah. And I don't know that Le'Veon Bell is the is the answer. Who knows? Who knows what he's got left in the tank? I mean, when he gets back on the field, we'll we'll see, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, he hasn't played much the last few years. Right. Taking that uh that leap year, whatever you call it, sit out year. <laughs> Uh, DeAndre Swift, 11 targets. I thought he was going to be trash in Detroit. He got 11 targets. Joe Mixon, who I skipped over. I had a option to pick him up. Didn't want him. He got a real good workload on Sunday 
And it looks like he could be a very strong RB1 as long as he stays healthy. Yeah. Mike Bengals, Bengals looked a lot friskier than I thought they would be. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I think they said their kicker was – that was his first career football game, and he got the game winner, the game-winning kick. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, that is cool. Mike Williams for the Chargers went off. But let's talk about Jalen Hurts and Devonta Adam or Devonte uh, Smith. So that division is real. You know, I think it's still up for grabs, even though the Cowboys looked awesome on Thursday. Jalen Smith, I think he he completed fifty two percent of his passes last season, and that ha- that is going to go up this year. I think he's going to be more accurate another year uh, in the bigs. But I thought they looked good. Devonta Adams had a lot of catch. I think he had like four catches, almost 100 or over 100 yards and a touchdown in his first career NFL game. Against, I mean, a shitty bottom five Falcons team. But still, those are the games you want to win. And they won big. Yeah. I mean, and it didn't look gimmicky. Hertz was out there. He was moving around. He Guys were getting open. Goddard played really well, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Rieger had a catch that was pretty big. Uh, Devonte Smith, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely talent there. Uh, Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders, good. yeah. And like you said, that that division is a crapshoot, and you know, who knows what it's going to take to win? It might only be eight or nine wins, right? So, be interesting to see. They're not so far removed from the Super Bowl that. You know, there's, there still should be some talent on that team. I think the defense still has a lot of pieces that are that are very capable. Especially when you're in a division where most of your offense is dog shit, right? Right. Washington's not moving the ball down. Yeah, I mean, the only one would be, would be Dallas. The Giants aren't moving the ball anywhere. No. You know what I mean? And, you know, you have some shootouts with Dallas. Those are coin flips. Right. It's not like Dallas's defense is any good. You're going to mm-hmm. be able to score points on them. So, also coming yeah, I, into the winter months and you're playing outside a little bit of different than playing in Jerry's world, right? Oh, absolutely. I think that's where you get a little bit of a difference. Bears and Rams. Wow. That was bad. Yeah. It's, I mean, can we just start the Justin Fields era? Yeah. So See what he can do. We have Zach Wilson. Right. Mm-hmm. Play, coming from BYU, he's playing in a New York market, playing for the Jets. Trevor Lawrence coming from Clemson playing. Uh, but we got the kid from Ohio State who's played on the biggest stage in a national championship game. But he has to sit. Did I miss something? I mean, the reason he's sitting is because Andy Dalton is there. It's because is it because they promised him. Oh, we promise you, Andy. I guarantee you will start. You'll get a couple games. It's just kind of bullshit, and you're doing a disservice to everyone on the team and the fan base. I know we don't really get – we're not part of it, but the, that defense sucks now, and it just sucks that we can't have a good offense and a good defense. It's one or the other now, and I think our offense is going to start clicking. I mean, Andy Dalton and the Bears, they put up 14 points. That's more than usually we did with Mitch. You know, we're looking at like 13, 10 maybe. And hopefully our defense uh, kind of picks us up. But damn, yeah, if we can get Fields in there sooner rather than later, I think uh, that would be best for everybody. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you said it best, saying it's a disservice to the team. Clearly, Fields is your best chance to win games. So by not starting him, you are admitting, I don't want to win games as badly as I can. Right. And, I mean, I don't know if Nagy and Pace have some type of handshake deal with the owners that they're going to be able to keep their job after this season. And that's why they're going through this weird chain of events and not starting field. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I think eventually it's just, you're going to see the results and they're not going to be pretty with Andy Dalton back there, just throwing six and eight yards every time. I think it's kind of like when you, I don't know, when you go to a buffet and you already spent the money to get into the buffet, but you're not that hungry, but you like kind of overeat just because you already paid for it. It's like, we already paid Andy Dalton $10 million. So let him play a couple games because <laughs> we already paid for it as opposed to like, Oh, we, we drafted an awesome quarterback. It's kind of like, maybe that's it. I don't know if you're like cheap about it. And it's just like, well, we already paid him. So we might as well get some use out of him. But it's best 11. It's always play your best 11. And they talk about it so much on the TV, and I get so sick of it. But it's very relevant. And I thought it was so funny. Did you see that ad with uh, Matt Nagy for McDonald's? He's like, we're hiring. He's like, we were paying college tuition, and we have management. And he had, like, his little McDonald's hat on. It was so bad. I'm like, yeah, bro, you're going to be working at McDonald's if you don't get this shit together. (laughs) So are you trying to start a uh, pitch to have Andy Dalton be called the Golden Corral? Oh, yeah. That'd be very metaphorical, right? Or Red Lobster. Do they have a buffet? I don't know that they have a buffet. I've never been to a Red Lobster. Have you? Uh, I mean, when I was a child. Yeah. I went to one, but I couldn't tell you anything memorable about it. I just heard they got good uh, cheddar biscuits. That's like their thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Big gulps, huh? Yeah, big gulps, huh? (laughs) Anyway, Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup, uh, overreaction, underreaction. He'll finish top 10 wide receiver this year. I I don't know that that's an overreaction. They're going to pass the ball a ton. Matt Stafford looked awesome. How happy do you think he is playing in a uh, a good offense? Uh, Something like someone that can, you know, kind of run an offense efficiently. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's very excited about that. Uh, Matt Stafford's gotten a lot of crap uh, over the past decade, uh, not winning games, not winning playoff games, not getting to the playoffs. I don't think people realize that there was just never talent around him other than Calvin Johnson or, uh, you know, the occasional like Reggie Bush year where he was decent there. Right. He never had anybody. Mm. And he would still will them to win six, seven, eight, sometimes nine games in a season with nothing. That's and the, their defense was never good. It was just always bad. And that's uh, he's he's going to be someone who's going to be in the MVP running at the end of the season. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that offense looked great. I mean, they put up a lot of teams, and the Bears' defense isn't what it was in 2018. It's a very different look. They have no cornerbacks. I mean, you saw how how open Cooper Cup was, right? I mean, he looked like – that looked like a punt, like a kickoff or something. I was going to say, that one play, like, looked like you called the wrong defense on Madden. Right. 
you know, yeah. like you hit pump block or something and yes. they're running a shotgun play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, and they didn't do anything to address the DBs. So I think that's going to be an issue all year. So we'll kind of see how that goes. Zach Pascal in Indianapolis. I mean, he was, he was awesome. He, yeah. uh, who was, uh, what's his name? Not Kyle Pitts. What's the guy? Uh, Michael, Pittman. Michael Pittman. Yeah. He was supposed to be their new flashy toy and he didn't do shit. Um, but yeah, I, I have him on the waiver wire. I'll see if I'll get him. I think, what is it tomorrow? Do waivers clear tomorrow? Should be Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see if I get that. I mean, we'll see. It's they were kind of getting their ass beat, so it was kind of garbage time points. Yeah, never know what to trust with those. Overreaction on Zeke this year. He had five points on Thursday night. I mean, coming I mean, off one of his coming off his worst season last year. It doesn't help having no Zach Martin, your best interior lineman. He was picking now up a lot of blocks. Now it doesn't help having no uh, Lyle Collins, who's out for five games. I don't know that things are looking up for Zeke, but I think there's better matchups than going up against Tampa Bay's defensive line, which might be the best in the NFL. Right. So we'll take that as a overreaction. Yeah, I would say so. So fantasy owners for Zeke, do not be worried. He will bounce back and still have a good season. You might regret taking him in the top six or whenever you did it, but yeah. I think he'll be, I think he'll end up as a top 20 back at least. I would hope so. Right. You'd think he wasn't there last year. Who else? Who else had a shit week? Uh, I think Derek Henry didn't have too many points. And then the entire uh, green Bay offense, Devonte Adams had 10 Aaron Jones only had four, uh, Rodgers had one point. So are we overreacting on those players? Yeah. I mean, Green Bay is going to be fine. Yeah. If if they somehow stink it up against the Lions, then yeah, I think there's plenty of reason concern. But I mean, nothing, uh, nothing's going to make you have a better bounce back than playing the Lions, I feel like. True. I think people were just so blown away because that was Aaron Rodgers' worst game of his career. Yeah. But bad week one. Bad week one. Any other overreactions, Tim? Underreactions, overreactions? I mean, I enjoy the overreaction that nobody in the AFC is any good. Yeah. AFC West and NFC West, I think they were all undefeated. They went 4-0 and 4-0. Yep. AFC best, NFC best. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's probably an overreaction as well. Uh, I, I don't know that all of those teams are going to be making playoff pushes. Plus, they'll start to beat up on each other a little bit. Got to, right? For sure. I mean, I, I don't think we're coming out of the AFC West unscathed. We're not going 6-0. and The Chargers are really good. Broncos are a lot better. I'm not worried about the Raiders. But. Yeah, Broncos did look really good. Teddy Bridgewater was picking apart defenses pretty methodically. Yeah, he looked good. And, I mean, 
Jerry Judy being out for four to six weeks hurts, but once he gets back, you know, he, he looked pretty damn good. Their mm-hmm. defense, which was just unhealthy the last couple of seasons, looks like it's back. Von Miller looks healthy. Bradley Chubb looks healthy. Yeah. Patrick Sertan didn't, you know, didn't do anything crazy, but he, he you know, he, they're pretty high on him. Top 10 pick this year. I, I think, I think the Broncos could shock some teams and make it to the playoffs. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, of course they went against a shitty, shitty Giants team, but uh, take care of business though. Yeah, they took care of business, and I, I just was kind of impressed how Teddy Bridgewater picked apart the defense. I mean, I know that's not a very good defense, but still, Kyler Murray, yeah, twenty-one for thirty-two, four TDs, interception, rushing TD. He could end up as a top three uh, fantasy QB this year. Yeah, he's he's going to be a stud because regardless that offense is going to be able to score some points. Yeah. The defense could be shot, uh, surprising to some people, but I, I mean, I think just about any game they're in, I'd be shocked if they didn't score at least three touchdowns. We have any look aheads for next week, any bold predictions after week one, any keep your eyes out for anything like that for you, Tim? Um, I mean, it's not that bold of a prediction. I think the Chiefs are going to stomp the Ravens. Chiefs to stomp the Ravens. When is that? Is that Sunday night? Yeah, it's the Sunday night game. And it's in Baltimore. But Oh, really? Mahomes doesn't lose to Lamar. And that if they blitz Mahomes the way they blitz Carr, he's going to throw for 500 yards. Oh, yeah. And if they get, if they get up double digits, the Ravens can't come back their offense just isn't going to be able to, to do that. No, they were up and they still couldn't hang on to a lead. Uh, they have trouble. I think when they're down or when they're pressured, that's what at least it looked like yesterday when there was pressure, they did not, they didn't convert on a couple third downs. I saw, I don't know. Like I said, one dimensional, yeah. we got Cowboys and chargers. That could That'll be a fun there, game. There could be a, maybe a look ahead week. I want to see who they're playing in week three, but I really did like, I was listening to some guys and they were saying, man, week one was a, there was a couple spots that were look aheads where teams are kind of looking over who they're playing looking at next week. And there was a couple of upsets underdogs, I think went 11 and four or something, at least against the spread. Is that what you saw? Yeah. Yeah. 11 and four against the spread underdogs. So we'll see what that looks like next week. Uh, Thursday night game. Giants and Washington, both 0-1. See how that goes. I'm just looking at the schedule here. Any other games that stick out to me? 49ers and Eagles. I think that'll be interesting. 49ers put up a lot of points very quickly, and then their special teams fell apart uh, to get the Lions pretty close in a close game. Yeah, the Lions ended up covering. They did. They very much did. We got Raiders and Steelers, Bengals and Bears. That's interesting. I think the Bengals are plus three. They're a plus three underdog with the Bears at home. Hmm. Andy Texans game. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Very good. The Texans look good, too. Tyrod Taylor. How about that? Yeah, that was that was probably the most shocking performance to me. Yeah, uh, by a lot too. 
I just was not expecting them to do anything this season. And yeah. they, I mean, it just goes to show you just because the Jags got the number one pick, they got Trevor Lawrence, who's this surefire lock quarterback prospect. Like you, you also have to have other good players on your team. So. Right. And that was his first loss ever in the regular season. In high school, college, yeah. pros, right? Isn't that what they said? Yeah, that's insane. So I think I also heard that Urban Meyer has a real problem with losing too. Did you hear that? That he's kind of like a child about it. He throws uh, a fit. Yeah, he always has like a heart attack or something whenever they lose games. Yeah, literally, right? He yeah. does. He does have like heart issues. But I think they were saying there was like reports that came out that he is unhinged and doesn't know how to handle losing. And yeah, you're playing in a different kind of. Don't go to Jacksonville then, pal. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Never yeah. Won anything. So, right. but that's what you think too. He's like, Oh, I got the number one pick. I'm in a new system, whatever it is. Yeah. That's you better get used to losing. So I think that'll be something to monitor as well. Right. Well, the USC job just opened up. So his eyes might be going elsewhere. Well, I heard your boy, uh, Bell, Bell enemy. What's his name? Eric B enemy. B enemy. Yeah. Isn't he a candidate for that or no? Uh, I mean, I think he has said in the past that that's one college job that would intrigue him. Yeah. But, and I mean, if they were to offer him, I think he should take it since he clearly isn't going to get NFL head coaching offers for whatever dumb reason. Mm-hmm. So. Did you see any of the Yankees and Mets series over the weekend? I didn't. You didn't. Yeah. There was a nice 9-11 uh, memorial uh remembrance kind of thing where they all stood together two new york teams you know mm-hmm. the next day bases or benches clearing brawl not a brawl but there were some issues i don't know if you saw but they were saying that they were whistling and tipping pitches and pa pa pa, and then they were yelling at each other and benches cleared it was just funny two very different scenes from just a day apart you know we're all together one day on September 11th and September 12th. It's back to fuck you, you know? As it should be. Yeah, I get it. We can only be nice to people for so long. I heard that. Anything else, Tim, on week one for the NFL? I just, it's back and it, it feels good. And I'm sad that we're one eighteenth of the way through the regular season now. We got a whole season ahead of us. I don't think there is uh, one Sunday up until, what, February 22nd that we don't have football. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's great. Can't complain. All right. We're going to end it now, and we will be back. My wife just got back. Hey, how you doing? We will see you guys next time. Lost in the shuffle. Thanks for hanging out, Tim. Thanks, Pete.